Welcome in, everyone, and thank you for listening to the 167th ever episode of the Missouri Sports Podcast, brought to you by 106 Apparel and recording from the Rebel Advertising Studio in beautiful Springfield, Missouri. I'm one of your hosts, Cameron Albert, alongside my good friend and fellow Mizzou fan, Kyle DeVries. How are you doing today, Kyle? I'm doing great, Cameron. How are you? I'm doing well. I already asked you that because it's the same day we already recorded another episode. <laughs> I should have said something else, Yeah, but I never do. I wouldn't expect anything different from you. <laughs> I'm pretty consistent. We are... Coming right back with a basketball season preview. We're going to go through the whole schedule and make some predictions. And this is kind of a first look for us to really dive into the schedule, see what the conference uh, situation looks like. How many non-conference games can this team rack up before entering a pretty tough SEC slate? Injuring? Entering. Okay. Uh, entering. Something like you said, injuring. No, nobody's injured yet. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, Made it through the secret scrimmages, which doesn't always happen. <laughs> Seriously. Um, how many secret scrimmages have we had? Two. Creighton and... Oklahoma State. And who, we tied with Creighton. Yes, we did. And, and rumor says we... Rumor says we beat Oklahoma State. Hmm. I don't know about that, but that was what the rumor was. Interesting. interesting. Speaking of Oklahoma State. Yes. My God. Did you hear about their penalties? From the NCAA that were announced yesterday, which would be Wednesday. No NCAA tournament. November third, right? No, yeah, they are banned from the postseason. Yeah, well, they were actually received a penalty last year and appealed, mm. and so it got pushed back. Remember, they had Cade Cunningham and everything, so they yeah, went yeah. to the tournament, were like a four seed, and made it pretty far. Well, because they appealed, they got to play last year, but this year right. they the appeal was denied. Mm. They the penalty was unbelievably big for the crime. What was it? Tutor related? No. Uh, that's about the worst thing you can do. A current that's true. That's the death penalty, but it wasn't quite that bad. The so I think the, a current player was paid like three hundred dollars for something. It wasn't even a recruiting violation or anything like that. And they get a postseason ban, and they announce it like five days before the season. Meanwhile, that's illegal now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. The, uh, their coach. Yeah. Mike Boynton or whatever yes, his name is was in tears uh, absolutely destroying the NCAA like cu- saying people by name yeah. that he dealt with in the NCAA Holding burn it all down I say burn it down we don't need them uh, don't forget everyone you can uh, if you're listening to us on a podcast platform uh, leave us a review that's super helpful uh, only if it's a good review um, subscribe on YouTube even if you just listen to us head over there click subscribe that's helpful and, of course, you can support the podcast directly on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Missouri Sports Pod. So, Kyle, um, this basketball-only episode, that's kind of kind of refreshing considering um, something we're not going to talk about because it's basketball-only. That was um, close. Yeah, almost slipped up there. Um, Missouri uh, coming off of NCAA tournament berth, the second under Conzo Martin obviously they went in his first season um, despite that we're kind of sitting at a spot where overall sentiment on the Conzo Martin era so far I feel like has been disappointment from the fan base it does not feel like we're coming off of an NCAA tournament and we were a nine seed yeah felt like we probably should have been even better than that based on resume strength of schedule yeah. I think that they sh- I think they deserved a better than a nine seed, but here and we also are. just uh, of course 
just ran into a horrendous matchup yes with oklahoma yeah and that didn't go well had a chance to win it at the end Mm -hmm. drew smith was almost like the ultimate mizzou basketball hero unbelievable but it wasn't meant to be so and basically the same thing happened conzo's first season uh they they should have been a better seed just based on how good the team was at their peak but because of uh injuries and stuff like that they were not quite the same team going into the ncaa tournament that they had been all season and uh, got bounced in the first round of florida state who actually i think went to the final four that year yeah so kind of a bad draw there as well um in between those trips to the ncaa tournament uh missouri dealt with more injuries and more um underwhelming play from some of the players that we expected to step up each of those seasons so there were there's a lot of fans out there that think Conzo Martin is not the guy long term for this program, and I think there are reasonable people that believe that and have some okay reasons for thinking that. I think there's also some people who are a little bit delusional and think and don't want to credit injuries or anything like that to the lack of success, a lack of greater success so far. So I think like usual there's a little bit of middle ground there that we can find and um obviously the mizzou uh administration is willing to give him some more time because they fully committed to an absolute rebuild this season and we went over the roster last week so jump back and take a look at that we went through all the different players and what we expect from them um but this is absolutely a restart um, with a recruiting class that was handpicked by Conzo, uh, some transfers that were handpicked, that some of which were guys that he recruited out of high school. And um, the returning players are players that he absolutely believes in and um, are like the most prototypical Conzo Martin guys, uh, some of the most prototypical ones that have been in the program. Yeah, as we know, college sports can be pretty unforgiving and pretty brutal sometimes, and uh, people don't have a whole lot of patience uh, for mediocrity and things like that, which is fine. That's that's how it goes. That's a business. But um, it's crazy to think how long some of the players that were on the team last year played for Missouri. And uh, if, if you know, those guys may not have been Conzo Martin's first choice for players that he wanted to be at Missouri. And if you miss on a couple of players like you know those guys are in your program for for several years like i'm just i guess i'm interested to see Conzo martin with a new group of guys kind of turn the page and we love those players that were here last year a lot of those guys drew smith and jeremiah tillman they made great contributions to mizzou whenever they were here and uh but i'm still i'm excited to kind of turn the page get some some fresh faces in here and uh, maybe a little more athleticism and that kind of stuff and just kind of see what happens yeah, absolutely uh, so last time I'll say it, but check check out last week's episode. This is going to be mostly schedule. Uh, last week we went over the roster. So if you need to familiarize yourself with the new faces on the team, that's where you need to go. Episode 165. 165, that's correct. Last week, not last episode. Thank you, Producer Cameron. Um, so looking at the schedule, we've got a non-conference slate that on paper is easier than we've seen for the most part under Conzo Martin because I'm looking at the Ken Palm rankings of these squads and we've got in the preseason rankings we've got one two three four 
four Division I squads with a Ken Palm rating of about 250 or worse. Um, Eastern Illinois we play uh, in December, and they are projected to be one of the worst uh, teams in all of Division I. And then we do have a matchup against a non-Division I opponent uh, at the end of November. So there's definitely some wins to be had there, but Missouri also does um, play in a, in a pre or uh, non-conference tournament uh, where they'll be matched up against SMU in the first round and then they get the home matchup the half of uh, the home and home with Wichita State this year so um, that's kind of like the first part of non-conference then there's three games right there at the end that I think will be very tough uh, they get to play Kansas we're playing in Lawrence this time uh, then we get the home matchup ending the series with Utah and then of course we play Illinois in St. Louis and Illinois and Kansas both figure to be two of the very best teams in the country Um, but uh, let's start out with those first few games we're just going to go down the schedule and project what we think will happen and I'm starting us off with three straight wins against Central Michigan UMKC and Northern Illinois I think those all should be tune-up style games they're all at home um i think we're gonna kind of be able to figure out some lineup options who's going to be the main scorers and uh, be able to experiment a little bit in those games and still get wins in those first three yeah i mean i think it's going to take some time to for this team to gel a little bit um and to kind of figure out um lineups and that kind of stuff but i mean these guys are all you know sub 250 Kim Palm teams like we really should they the the athleticism should come forward no matter how much time it takes to gel we should be able to out athlete these teams and find a way to win so I, I'm right there with you I I picked three straight wins to start the year then we have a neutral site game in Jacksonville Florida against SMU um, SMU uh, on a neutral site I think I that's the first game that I hope is uh is pretty competitive mm-hmm. I hope Missouri has found something in those first three games that they can put out a a pretty good performance against SMU. I do think SMU will be a little bit better. Uh, They're a little bit older team, and I think that will uh, lead to a Missouri, Missouri's first loss of the season, neutral site game against SMU. Uh, I actually predicted a win here. I think it'll be a close game, but um, I think that'll be a win and um, first real test for a lot of new faces. Yeah. So depending on what happens in that game, uh, they'll either play Florida State or Loyola Marymount. Um, That's a pretty big difference. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I Since I have them losing to SMU and then playing Loyola Marymount, I've got a win in the second game. So I've got them splitting in the Jacksonville Classic. I've got them splitting as well, losing to Florida State. Okay. Then we get the home matchup against Wichita State, and uh, I've got Missouri winning this one. I think it'll be really close. Um, hopefully, the home court advantage puts Missouri over the edge in that one. I've got it as a win. But I think it's pretty much a coin flip. Yeah. Then we have uh, this one's really not fair because Missouri is playing against one person, Paul Quinn. <laughs> Whoever that is. Uh, so I've got missouri beating paul quinn just a just a solitary uh man it seems like that missouri is going to play basketball against 
I agree. I've got them starting off 6-0. and Paul Quinn? No. Missouri Tigers. 6-0? and Yep. Losing to well, Florida State, though. <laughs> that would also be a – that would – that would definitely not be six and zero. Then I wrote I wrote six W's here. Yeah. But since Florida State's not on the Ken Palm thing yet, True. so I forgot about that. So six and, six one. and one. Okay, that's a pretty good start to the season. Uh, I could live with that. I think maybe that would make some Mizzou fans a little bit too optimistic, depending on how some of those games go. But uh, you got to kind of rack up non-conference wins when you can get them. So then we travel and play Liberty. The uh, we're ending a lot of home and home series this year. We're ending the series against Wichita State, Liberty, and Utah. So going on the road to play Liberty, uh, not a game I'm looking forward to. Um, I think it'll be a struggle, but I do have Missouri pulling this one out. I think Liberty's a bit worse than they were last year, so I think Missouri takes this one. Yeah, I think this is going to be a an ugly game, low scoring. Um, I actually have this as a loss on the road. I think, uh, I don't know, just Liberty's going to find a way to just muck it up just enough to where they'll they'll get a close win. That's completely possible. So basically, so far we have you and I have the SMU Liberty games flip flopped. Yep. Uh, then we got another cupcake against. So this should be the biggest blowout of the season, I think, uh, against Eastern Illinois at home before we travel to Lawrence to play Kansas. And Kansas was kind of trending down uh, relatively recently. And then they just decided to just turn it back on and load up with very, very talented players, including a transfer who was the player of the year in the Pac-12 last year, point guard Remy Martin. He's going to come in and run the show and probably be one of the leading scorers in all of the Big 12 this season. And it's just kind of annoying to see Kansas uh, flirt with flirt with kind of a downturn, flirt with NCAA uh, issues, and just come out perfectly clean and probably be one of the better teams in the country this year. And, of course, we're playing them at Lawrence. It's not going to be a fun time. I'm projecting that to be a loss for Missouri. So frustrating, too, that we were supposed to play them on at, at the Sprint Center yeah. last year on a neutral court, obviously. T-Mobile Center. T-Mobile Center. And uh, sorry, everybody. And uh, when Missouri was, probably had a good chance to knock them off. And uh, somehow they weaseled out of that game. And we're starting the series in Lawrence with a totally new team. Yeah. That's, that's isn't that just Isn't that just something? Yeah. Sounds uh, like Bill Self. He's yep. up to up to no good over there. Up to his old tricks, <laughs> man. How fun is it though that 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 we're back in? Yeah. It's, oh it, yeah, it's great. Give me somebody to hate. I the rivalry hate. is back, folks. It's back. It's not. going to gonna be a loss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we're back home against Utah. Um, last time Missouri played Utah, they kind of smacked that us was around a little bit. An awful game. A little bit of a wake up call that first year under Conzo. Mm-hmm. Um, Utah's not as good as they were at that time, I don't believe. And we get them at home. This is, again, another kind of coin flip game, I think. And uh, But I've got Missouri beating Utah at home. I do as well. Then, unfortunately, uh, we go up against another rival who is potentially going to have an incredible season, and that, of course, is Illinois. We will play them in St. Louis. Somehow, Missouri got the win last year, um, but that was part of this, like, that was part of the like upward trend that was like maybe the start of it for missouri where it's just like 
wow and got to play it at home too this team yeah that's true uh this team is doing something special then they like obviously eventually beat alabama and it was like what is going on this like top four seed in the ncaa tournament missouri tigers but it didn't end up end up that way um i think illinois gets revenge this year i think they're going to be a really good team i've got missouri losing yeah i mean seems like missouri's had pretty good luck in this series um, I think that regresses this year. I just don't see – I don't see us uh, beating Illinois, but it's somehow always one of those games. It's it's close every year no matter how good the teams are. So Javon Pickett is still on this roster. That is true. Michael Jordan is still on the team. Um, and The Illini killer. Yeah, you never know. Uh, that's the non-conference. So let's see where we are here. I've got nine non-conference wins. I have eight. Okay. So I think we would take that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up. Right now. Because things are going to get more difficult in conference play. What's your name? My name is Cameron. Um, please sign me up for nine conference wins. Okay. I'll even okay. take eight. Okay. Gotcha down. Thank you very much. So, unfortunately, we start conference play on the road in Rupp Arena facing <laughs> the Kentucky Wildcats. Does it seem like we've done that before? It seems like we've, we've so. played Kentucky on the road to start SEC play. Like. Yeah at least twice which is not a great way to play, start we play kentucky too much just i agree in general yeah give us a give us a year off Let's go to the big 12 <laughs> give us a year off yeah uh kentucky is uh you know had a really good recruiting class i think the the entire sec um caught a break last year with kentucky just not really being able to put it together yeah that was and bizarre you're not typically typically going to see that many really talented players struggle like that. So I think Missouri or I think Kentucky bounces back this year, and uh, they're going to start Missouri's conference season off with a loss. Yeah, I think we really saw last year what happens. Like even if you have incredibly athletic players, you still need shooters, and Kentucky just didn't have enough guys that could shoot last year. And that they found a couple against Missouri, but yeah, overall, yeah. not so much. Yeah, they, they ended up giving Missouri a game for sure, but they just they needed some more consistent shooting, and I think they'll have that this year. They'll be better. So then I've got us down for a win at home against Mississippi State. Uh, I think that'll be a really close one. Um, could go either way, but I'll give the Tigers a victory there. Yeah, I don't feel good in any game versus Mississippi State or Ole Miss, but I actually do have them pulling this one out. Yeah. Uh, then I've got a home loss to Alabama and a road loss to Arkansas. Same here. I do have a home win over Texas A&M. Same here. Okay. Uh, then it gets a little rough on my, on my schedule here. I've got four losses in a row on the road at Ole Miss at Alabama home against Auburn. And then I've got them losing a road game in the, Big 12 SEC challenge against Iowa State. Um, I have them losing to Ole Miss, Alabama, and Auburn, but I actually do have them beating Iowa State. I think Iowa State's going to be really, really bad. Okay, that is a road game, so mm -hmm. it's just that's going to it's a tough game no matter who you're playing. If it's on the road, that's college basketball. But I think they'll find a way to beat um, Iowa State. That could definitely change 
Allow um, me, if I might, to complain again about when Missouri gets these fun matchups against a non-conference opponent, and it's the same team. It's a team they've already played. We, did, we had a home times. and home with them in the Conzo Martin era. Yeah, I, this always happens. Is there much like human control over who t- who plays in these like challenges? If though there's not, I, I I think you're probably right. It's standings. I think it's based. just standings. But then just switch it up. Just say, ah, this is not as fun. Well, that's breaking the law. Well, arrest me. <laughs> I'm t- I'm wow. I'm okay. T- I'm tired he's, of playing this. He's same. willing to go to jail over this. I'm folks. tired of playing the same teams over and over again. <laughs> it happens in football too. Uh, okay. Here is the signature win of the season, Kyle. We're going to upset Florida at home. Really? Okay. Yes. That's what I think on Wednesday, February 2nd. That'd be awesome. I have that as a loss. Okay, well, I didn't want to have too many losses in a row, so That's I had fine. to put a win in there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I've got the following two games I, I have as losses. They're both road games at Texas A&M, at Vanderbilt. I've got to lose in both of those. Um, Scotty Pippen Jr. Yeah, he's a good player. He's still on that squad he over still is. in Vanderbilt. And that's, a, that's an away game. Yeah. I am very sad to say this, but I have nine straight losses. That's fun. That is Florida... <laughs> Texas A&M on the road, Vanderbilt on the road, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Mississippi State on the road, Tennessee, LSU on the road, and South Carolina on the road. That's nine straight losses. I'm sure Missouri can win you know, a couple of those games somewhere, especially the ones at home. They can find a way to beat Arkansas and Tennessee at home. They, they, I'm sure they, they can. I don't know that they will, but or maybe a, a game Ole Miss or South Carolina. Home. They'll find... Some of those games, though, I'm sure they will not win nine in, or lose nine in a row. But they are n- not favored in any of those games. No, they and they aren't likely to be when the time actually comes. Um, I do have them winning uh, at home against Ole Miss and Arkansas, which is probably not going to happen. Arkansas is going to be really good this year, but those are two home games, so I put them down as as wins. I, I don't have a real rosy outlook to the conference season, so. No. Um, I, I think that's kind of what this season is about, unfortunately. It's just like kind of seeing how Conzo Martin does with it with a new squad, seeing what they look like, um, just enjoying some new faces. But um, the expectations are low, and there's going to be some really frustrating moments, I think. I think this team will continue to struggle to shoot a little bit. But I think that, you know, you're, you may see some improved defense um, may see some high flying dunks and stuff like that, but I, I definitely think that we will again see Missouri probably struggle to consistently score. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I've got four losses in a row there, the ones you already named, uh, closing out the year. Except for we, I believe, probably both have a home win against Georgia to end the season. Yep. So um, that that's uh, twelve and eighteen overall is what I have them. Uh, I was not factoring in the second game of that tournament, so I have 15 and 16. But I had one more non-conference win, so uh, I've, I've got them at 5 and 13 in SEC play. Did you add that up separately? Five SEC wins. Let I me... have four SEC wins. Okay. Cool. I do think the SEC, um, it's just something like, about the SEC. I don't know. It's like never any just super, super dominant teams. I guess Kentucky is always really good, but it just seems like, I don't know, night in and night out, everybody's tough. No easy wins. 
Yeah, I mean, um, Tennessee is a team that is trying to establish themselves as like a perennial power in the SEC. And mm-hmm. I think Arkansas is on their way to that Yeah, uh, based on how they've been recruiting. It's um, a grind. Uh, in 2019, Missouri won five conference games, which was only better than Georgia and Vanderbilt. Um, so... That would be if uh, what you think might happen happens, that would be a new low point in conference wins under Conzo. I'd be matching a previous low. Uh, Kyle, I have a question for you real quick. Looking at only conference games, so what do you have happening right before the Iowa State game? Uh, Three losses. Okay. So that's 12 conference losses in a row? Uh, I uh, Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. I forgot that, Iowa State was not in the conference. Yeah, that very well could happen. I mean, that's not outside the there's, realm of possibility. Yeah, I, there could, there's going to be a nice little losing streak there uh, in January, February. Hopefully, it's broken up by a win in there somewhere. Yeah, I sure hope so. It's going to be a, a dark winter if they really do as poorly as we think they could go. But but there there are plenty of coin flip games in there. Oh, though, yeah. Especially oh, yeah. some of those home matchups. And how fun would it be to have a team surpass expectations in mm. either sport it seems like it's been a long time since that's happened seems like we're fairly like positive yeah. or optimistic or yeah. even just like kind of right down the middle and the team is exactly what they're think what, what we think they're going to be or worse and that's i feel you know, we've been doing this podcast for three years now it seems like that's happened pretty much every single time for both sports so and last year last year the basketball team looked like they were gonna do the opposite yeah. I mean, for half the season or yeah. a little bit more, mm-hmm. they acted like they were going to take it the next step and surpass expectations. Mm-hmm. But then they actually ended up being exactly where we thought they probably would be. Yeah. I just, we just know so little about what this team is going to be that I actually do think, you know, the opportunity it absolutely is there for this team to maybe not blow away expectations, but be significantly better than we we're expecting. And that would make for a very fun season if they're you know, on, on the bubble for the tournament or something like that. I think that would be, I think you'd sign up for that too, wouldn't you? Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, let's, let's play in the NIT. I'm fine with yeah. that. Yeah. So good old Ken Pomeroy has Missouri at this point only favored in eight games this year. Some of those are very, very close, um, but their actual projections are for Missouri to win 13 or 14 games because they don't factor in the second game in the tournament. So, and also to win actually six conference games. So they're giving Missouri a little bit more credit in conference play than we are, which sign me up for that. <laughs> um, Kyle, which is more likely? I know we're, this is a basketball episode, but um, Missouri... Which team is more likely to play in the postseason, Missouri football or Missouri basketball? Any postseason. Well, I guess that would exclude the SEC tournament. Correct, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I would say Missouri basketball. If the, but would they go to some like smaller tournament like the I don't even know what they're called the like the CBI yeah would they even if they were invited would they even go to something like that probably so are you asking me is there a better chance of Missouri 
football plays in, in a, a bowl, bowl game, game or Missouri basketball plays in the NIT. Basically. Uh, I'll say bowl game. Yeah, because they could get in with five wins. I don't know what the, uh, I don't know what the uh, APR yeah. situation is, uh, but yeah. there's going to be a couple teams go bowling with uh, five wins. Missouri could be one of them. Yeah. Or they could win six games. They could. Uh, but this is a basketball episode. So hey, look what you've done. Yeah, I think uh, there's a better chance that the football team goes bowling uh, than Missouri basketball plays in the NIT, but I think that's pretty close. Uh, yeah. If if you say uh, better chance Missouri wins six games in football or uh, the basketball team plays in the NIT, I'd take NIT more likely. Pretty close. It's close. Um, there's the schedule breakdown. Um, obviously, as the weeks progress, we will preview each epi- each game uh, separately and dive into the matchups a little bit more um, in more depth and give new predictions and score predictions and all that kind of stuff. Um, so before we wrap this thing up, we are going to draft three-on-three teams from Mizzou's basketball roster. And we'll post them on Twitter and put it up to a vote and see which uh, three-on-three squad our Twitter followers think is better, mine or Kyle's. And uh, producer Cameron, if you would do the honors of somehow deciding who picks first. Who wants to pick to see who's going to pick first? Kyle. I wrote down a number. Oh, okay. It's oh. either a one or a two. Uh, give me a give me a two. It is a two. Wow. Is that, are you all right with that? What yeah. just transpired? That sounds fine. Okay. About the same as a coin toss. <laughs> okay. Um, with the first overall pick. The first overall pick. Uh, well, Cam, you said something like there's some kind of shoe-in best pick. Uh, so I'm really hoping that I pick whoever you thought I that think was there, be. I think there's two quality picks here. So I'm okay with either one of them you pick. If okay. you pick a third option that I'm not really seeing, I'll feel really good about my back-to-back second and third picks. Okay. Um, Man, he was so certain earlier that there was only one. Now he's like, eh, yeah, now he's two. he's really using it's that called, speech play on it's me. It's called mind games. <laughs> mind games. Um, shoot, give me Kobe Brown. That was the pick. That's the one I thought was. Okay. The, I thought he was the the slam dunk first overall pick. Okay. So congratulations. Thank you very much. To hear uh, that, everybody, Cam likes my team already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I get back to back picks here. Uh, so Kobe Brown's off the board. All right, give me the point forward himself, uh, Boogie Coleman. Good pick, good pick. And I got some good versatility there. Um, yeah, I, I, I was. You had me thinking that you might pick somebody other than one of those. Two. I thought about Boogie, and then I was like, oh, if he picks like, I don't know who you would have picked besides those two, one of those two, but I was like ready to just gobble them both up on my squad oh yeah uh you had two point forwards in your team yeah (laughs) how are you gonna defend that i don't know um for my second pick give me give me the tried and true we love you know me love him give me javon pickett oh my what you don't like that it's fine i love him uh oh yeah we love Pickett we love Pickett um I just remembered I have to make a pick you pick twice in a row to to finish your roster out uh um 
I guess I've kind of I guess Kobe will kind of be my big my big man. So I'm looking for guards, looking for shooters. Um, Good luck. Yeah, exactly. Give me uh, Dejuan Gordon. Okay. I think he'll he can shoot all right, and he can he can get to the rim. He'll he'll uh, he'll be dunking over. I think you're half right there. Over over boogie. Um, then what are you trying to do? Oh, sorry. <laughs> you get to finish your roster. <laughs> yes, I get to finish my roster, and I'm gonna pick. Give me Amari Davis. Yeah, I thought that's what you do. You knew it. Okay, okay, okay. Got two versatile playmaker type guys can guard multiple positions. You know what? I'm gonna kind of go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I think Javon Pickett. He I think he can guard Kobe Brown. So I'm going to go small here. I'm going to go for shooting. And I'm going to go for upside. And I'm going to take Anton Brookshire. Congratulations. Pride of Kickapoo. So I've got Brookshire running the point, but also Boogie Coleman can bring the ball up. And I've got Javon Pickett spreading the floor, playing good defense. You've got shooting. I'll give you that. I think so. I will give you that. You've got uh, so to I've reiterate. Got, I've got length. Ant- my squad: Anton Brookshire, Javon Pickett, Boogie Coleman. Kyle has Kobe Brown, Dejuan Gordon, Amari Davis. You guys are never going to get a rebound. That's possible. <laughs> better, <laughs> that better is, not miss. That is possible. All right, so we will post those on Twitter. And let us know who you think would win in a three on, an imaginary three-on-three matchup between those squads. I think I got you. You might. See if you can win a poll for once. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, people. <laughs> he needs you. It, it's a conspiracy, I'm convinced. They just like me, you know? I guess so. Um, all right, that's our basketball schedule preview. Three-on-three draft. So this will come out Monday? Yeah. And game first game's Tuesday, right? Central Michigan, Central Michigan. So that'll be our first look at uh, some lineups. Yeah, and who's going to score? Central Michigan, three hundred ranked uh, Ken Palm team. This this should be a relatively easy win for Missouri. I would certainly hope so. Uh, Central Michigan, not a very good defense. Look for Missouri to get out and run, um, score some points in transition. If we make some threes, that's like gravy. That's like cherry on top. Because I think we'll be able to get whatever we want in transition and, like, you know, two-point game. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, we're going to see uh, – you, you mentioned transition. I think that's going to be where we score a lot of points, especially early on in the season. Uh, just sprinting down the floor off of a miss, getting the ball out in the outlet quickly and uh, scoring on easy buckets. Which uh, which matchup are you looking forward to most? Uh, I mean, obviously Kansas is going to be – Kansas and Illinois, those are going to be great games. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad that we're back into that every single year. Oh, yeah, me too. And then football's going to be playing Illinois in the next few years too. But yep. uh, I don't know. Ba- this is a basketball podcast. This is basketball. Episode. I'm really sorry. I just said a curse word. <laughs> I guess in the non-conference, uh, I think those like tournaments are kind of fun. So I think that SMU game could mm-hmm. be close and could be really fun. I'm pretty excited to see just the dynamic of Missouri playing against one single person in Paul Quinn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're going to destroy Paul Quinn, whoever that is. 
I feel bad for him. Like, well, how does this even happen? In all in all seriousness, I have no clue what this game is. <laughs> like, why are they playing this team? I I'm, looked it up. It is a college. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, what do you think it's going to be? Like a high school team? I thought it might be one single person. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, they're they're not Division One. I'll tell you that. They sure aren't. But that should be a win. Yeah, I have it down as a win. I do too. All right. Well, basketball's uh, upon us. We better wrap this thing up. It's a good time. Good time to be alive. Mizzou basketball, Mizzou football, both happening at the same time. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, let me let me thank some folks. Yeah, thank them again. Thank you to our Patreon supporters at the $10 level and above. Britt Treese, Brian Smith, Ryan Lee, Tristan, Ben Smith, Parker, Daddy JD, Luis Hernandez, and Tim Keens. I know Tim's ready for basketball season. Yes, he is. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're on Twitter at Missouri Sports Pod, and you can email us at MissouriSportsPod at gmail.com. Thank you, gentlemen. You can find our T-shirts and stickers on our online shop, MissouriSportsPod.BigCartel.com. Uh, breaking news. Uh, Jeremiah Tillman was signed to the Orlando Magic's uh, G League team. Congratulations. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you next week.